Hey, it's Pat. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. In case you're not familiar with me, I've been helping people retire for over 20 years now, author of the book Save Your Retirement, and host of the Save Your Retirement radio show. Our goal with this show is to provide you with valuable and timely information to help you plan your retirement, or if you're already retired, help you make the most of it. Ultimately, we want to help you use your money to accomplish your goals and dreams and to help you avoid any stress and fear with your finances and instead replace those with confidence and peace of mind. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe so you won't miss future episodes. Also, if you'd like to give us a great rating, it would mean so much to us and it helps get the word out so we can share this valuable information with others. Thank you so much. And now here's this week's episode. This radio show is a paid placement. Again, it is early in another new year, and we still have the opportunity to get ahead of our financial strategy for 2022. Here's the thing. There are several deadlines to remember throughout the year when it comes to preparing for retirement. We want to hit the highlights today so you can mark your calendars, these key retirement dates to remember for 2022. Thanks so much for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. As I said, we're going to be going over these key deadlines, so take a moment to grab a pen and a sheet of paper so you can jot some of these things down. You're going to want to remember what's coming up on the calendar this year. And Pat, I keep having to look at my notes as I say 2022 because I'm still not <laughs> still not used to saying that number still a challenge for me. <laughs> I think anytime you figure it out by the end of January, you're pretty proud with yourself, right? That's right. That's pretty good. <laughs> I think that's pretty good also. Well, how are you doing today, Pat? All well with you? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. A new year is always exciting, you know, mm -hmm. a fresh start. And um, obviously the last couple of years have, have really been um, Rough. A, one, a one in a million, <laughs> I hope. And um so we're, we're hoping and praying for a, a healthy and, and a happy year this year. I agree. Amen to that. And, and I will have to give you a little warning, though. We are going to go through some of these key dates for the year 2022. So even though we're still recovering from New Year's 2021, we're going to talk about it again here in a few minutes for 2022, so some of the year-end deadlines. So it's, <laughs> it's going to be kind of a vicious cycle. It, it might be a little bit triggering to circle back to that and, and flash forward that much because... We just got over New Year's. Why are we going to be talking about it again? But that's what we'll do. Right, we'll get through right, it. Right, right. That's all right. We got we got to get through that's the right. dates, right? We that's have to get through about. the dates. That's exactly right. And um, and this first one that I want to talk about, Pat, I'm going to go through some of these key deadlines, and we'll get some of your thoughts on what we need to do with each of these things. But the first one is already a bit of a flashback because we talked not that long ago about Medicare open enrollment, which happens at the end of the year. That's kind of a fourth quarter thing. Well, here in the first quarter, this part of the year, this is Medicare enrollment, Medicare Advantage open enrollment, and Part A and Part B. So we thought we were done talking about Medicare for a while. <laughs> Not so fast. This is a first quarter thing until the 31st of March, right? Yeah, and I've always found this just a struggle, Jen, because you know you think of Medicare for almost for the vast majority of people, you're not really dealing with Medicare until you're at least 65 years old. And so mm -hmm. I've had a number of clients kind of laugh about, they wait until I'm, you know, becoming a, a retiree or they'll joke about being elderly or whatever. And then, and then they have all these complicated deadlines and terms and everything <laughs> like that, you know, and they kind of spring it on you. But yeah, you've got at the end of the year open enrollment for changing plans. But the first three months, you've got January 1st through March 31st is... Uh, if you haven't yet enrolled in Medicare, um, that is considered the general enrollment period during that time. So mm -hmm. it's just important to know, you know, those are the kinds of things we want to make sure people are aware of, especially as they're, they're really getting close. You know, if you're if you're 50 years old, you might find that mildly interesting, but probably if someone's, you know, 60 <laughs> to 65, that's what, oh, that's kind of a good thing to jot down. And that's one of the reasons, you know, we have our friend Tim Anberry, who is our you know, resident you know, health insurance and Medicare guru. And, and I, you know, we depend, we lean heavily on him to make sure that uh, we, everyone that we work with is getting things done properly by all the appropriate deadlines. Yes. And, and a couple more deadlines that I want to talk about here. Moving on to April. This one caught me off guard because Pat, we talk about required minimum distributions needing to be done by the end of the year, by December 31st. But then I see April 1st is the deadline for your first RMD. And I'm thinking, April Fool's Day? Is this, are you pulling my leg here? Uh, ha ha. What's going had, on with that you, one? You had to do it, right? I had to. I, it was right you had, there. You had to beat me to it. Yeah. I stole your dad yeah. joke from you. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's one of the meanest things you could ever do to I me. Know. So, um, so cruel. 
<laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the general required distribution, once you reach, it used to be 70 and a half. It's now 72. They changed that uh, a little while ago. Um, that's when you have to start taking out a required amount every year out of your uh, retirement accounts like 401k and traditional IRA. And, um, you know, generally speaking, if you do that, it keeps it simple. Um, they do have uh, a, a first year um, rule that says you can actually skip your first year and wait until April 1st of the following year. Mm. I think the idea okay. there is sometimes people don't even realize they have the required distribution that year. Yeah. So if 2021 is when you turn 72, and if you're listening to this saying, I have no idea what an RMD is or a required minimum distribution, you need to call us or you need to call your investment company and find out because uh, you've got until April 1st. Now, the, the tricky thing about that is if you do take your first required distribution between January and April 1st, you're going to have to take this year's this year too. So that means you're going to have some double taxation going mm -hmm. on. You're going to have two different two different distributions taxed in the same year. So most people don't want to do that. So it's very rare that someone would intentionally defer that. Uh, it's more of kind of a, a whoopsie uh, catch-all <laughs> to make sure you've got, you've got a chance to take that out. Right. And, and since you mentioned taxation, uh, tax day is our next date on the calendar. And I know April 15th is where we all always go with that. It's actually April 18th this year, not the 15th, but the 18th, I think because the 15th is Good Friday. I, I think it falls around Easter. Oh, I, I don't I know about that. I think that's yeah. what it is. Or maybe it's just a coincidence. Who knows? Let's ask well, the IRS. Well, I saw it was April 18th this year. And the last couple of years, they've pushed back tax day. And I was thinking, I'm, I'm starting to feel very old. I'm thinking, well, back in my day, <laughs> in my you know, day. <laughs> tax day was always April 15th, right? And now it's it's never April 15th. No, so anyway, as far as we know right now, uh, you want to have that all taken care of by April 18th this year. Okay. So that is our, our filing date. And then if you don't get it done, the extension deadline is in October, October 15th. That gets us back to also the Medicare annual election period. Those dates, October 15th through December 7th. And uh, that, that's something that we talk about every year. And, Pat, this is the last one that I want to get to, which I warned you about earlier. December 31st, 2022, <laughs> we have to talk about it because that's when we've got some end-of-year tax deadlines. And so as painful as it is, we, we have to uh, put December 31st of 2022 on our calendar again as well, right? We do. And, and I would make a note, uh, you mentioned April 15th tax extension deadline. Oh, yes. uh, that's an important one. We have a lot of clients that, you know, the uh, their tax forms are getting more complicated, they're getting delayed. And it's just more and more common for people where we just say, you know, what, let's just extend it. And uh, it's just less trust. You know, studies typically show there's not more audits for those people or anything like that. So it's, it's really nice for a lot of people just to have that extra time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, December 31st is the deadline for some important things. Uh, three big ones. The most important one is normally your required distributions must be taken by December 31st. That's a big one that we help all of our clients with that are uh, 72 or older. Um, the next one, Roth conversions must be completed by December 31st. That's a really big one. Obviously, we talk a lot these days about proactive tax planning. We've got a lot of clients that have been working on those. And then the third one is, for tax reporting purposes, your charitable contributions need to be made by December 31st. Um, and I've been the I've been the financial elder of our church for um, over 18 years now, and I can tell you that that's a that's a big mm, motivating yep. factor for yep. a lot of people because you know you, we get a lot of activity in December. So always important to remember all of those dates, certainly the year end ones. And uh, you know the thing that I always encourage everyone is. The older we get, the more we realize life is just complicated. And it's just one of the values of having a, a trusted partner to work with. And that's one of the one of the pieces of the puzzle that we bring to the table. If, if you feel like you're overwhelmed by finances or just confused or um, not sure about all these deadlines, it's one of the great reasons to give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. We love to do comprehensive planning with our clients, and that allows us to help out with all of these things, help you with you know, the different areas of tax deadlines and health insurance and Medicare investments and withdrawals and things of that nature. If you are feeling overwhelmed by that or if you don't have someone else to help out with that, give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer a call with one of our retirement planners at no cost or no obligation. The number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and we are going over some of the highlights, key retirement planning dates for 2022. And Pat, those were some of the, the key dates that we want to remember I want to talk about something that might not necessarily be on the calendar, though, a little bit tougher to mark your calendar for, and that is reviewing the risk we have in our retirement savings because market's going to market, whether it's January, March, May, <laughs> September, it doesn't really care. It's going to do what it's going to do. 
So when should we think about getting that review of the risk that we have with our retirement savings? Well, it's actually a really smart topic to bring up, Jen, because this is the kind of thing that even someone who's very responsible with their finances can just forget about. Because if you are not thinking proactively about your accounts, then they are meandering and whatever you've allocated them to, unless all of the investments are going exactly the same way, it's, ch- it's constantly changing. So now is, in a, is an amazing time because you, you know, when you bring in your year, end of year statements and values, it's a tremendous time to take a look at that. And it really is amazing if you've kind of got things on autopilot or if you haven't looked at it for at least a year, we would really encourage. There's a lot of value there, especially um, the last couple of years, the markets have been a little crazy, and we had the huge drop for COVID, and then it has really spiked in the U.S. markets since then. And a lot of people, uh, a lot of experts, and a lot of our clients are very fearful about how far that could drop. Um, so it might be the time to uh, reevaluate that and maybe lock in some of those gains. And uh, it's a perfect time to be kind of considering the amount of risk you're taking right now. And as we talk a little bit about thinking about all these different dates, looking at things like the risk that we have, thinking about things like taxes, Medicare, all of that, all of that is part of a comprehensive financial plan. And here's the thing, nearly 70% of Americans are missing that written financial plan. And Pat, people without a plan tend to feel less confident about their future. Yes, and I know a lot of you are worried that you haven't saved enough or that you won't even be able to retire. And I know most of you don't have a written financial plan. And a written financial plan can help you feel more financially stable. So you don't have to be one of those people worried if your money will last or if you could even afford to retire. We have a process for helping you create an income strategy, and we start with what we call our five-step retirement review. If you're listening to me right now and you don't have an income strategy, and based on the statistics, you probably don't, I invite you to call so we can help you put together an income plan that will give you peace of mind in retirement and also include things like looking at the risk for your investments and considering inflation and income taxes. There's no cost to this analysis and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. Call 803-9-RETIRE and ask for your retirement income analysis. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. You want to take advantage of this special offer from Pat to make sure you won't run out of money, and you could even boost your returns over time. So think about that. Get started today at 803-9-RETIRE. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and you and I are probably different, right? I mean, if you listen to my show, I'm pretty sure we share some of the same values, but at the end of the day, we're all unique. Does your financial advisor know that? Do you have a customized retirement plan built with your hopes and your dreams in mind, or is it just a cookie cutter, you know, one right off the shelf? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialist have been designing personalized retirement plans for more than 20 years, and they want to do the same for you. Pat is local, independent. He's an advisor. Advisor whose sole focus is helping you achieve your retirement dreams. Call Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists. Start creating a retirement plan made just for you. Call 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. You want the insert your name here plan or the one that's built around your unique wants and needs. Easy choice. Call 803-9-RETIRE. From Office Insurance Services, Glenn Beck has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. 2022 is here. If retirement is on your radar, let Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists put together a written retirement income plan for you. Call today for an initial consultation, 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. As we get back into it, if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, 803-9-RETIRE is the number to call. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Going to be talking a little bit right now about planning for the worst, really, when it comes to health care costs, long term care. Every year, more than a half million Americans file for bankruptcy due to medical bills. You think about a health care emergency, a catastrophic illness, or an accident, it can knock you off your feet, both physically and financially. 
Yeah, and this is one of those things, Jen, um, that we, you know, you study for financial planning and you learn about, you know, how important an emergency reserve is, but it's not until you kind of live real life where you realize just how true that is, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's there's so many areas that we can have uh, financial difficulties, but certainly uh, healthcare is one of those. And, you know, the reality is that we can't prevent bad things from happening, but we can plan for the worst um, so that whenever there is an accident or emergency, you and your loved ones can focus on the important things, uh, which is, you know, getting better, making your health better and not not worrying about the finances. And this is one of those things I can speak from personal experience, Pat. I remember when uh, my mom was really struggling in her battle with cancer and they had so much going on. And I remember my dad telling me he was so thankful that they didn't have to worry about money on top of everything else. There were so many other things, so mm. many appointments, so many medications to keep track of and, and so much this and that. And he just said, I can't imagine worrying about money on top of all of this. So it, it really, it's something that I experienced personally with my family, knowing the benefit of good financial planning and being prepared for when the worst happens. And Pat, when when you look at the numbers here, Fidelity estimates the average 65-year-old couple retiring today can expect to spend about $300,000 on health care costs. And, and that number is for a healthy couple. That doesn't even mm. include long-term care, right? So these are big numbers. How do we keep an illness or an accident from financially ruining us? Well, my, my standard answer there, Jen, of course, is to have a plan. You know, that's yeah. that's what we yeah. do. Uh, but, you know, the healthcare area, I always kind of put it in three different areas. There is, will you have any kind of need for health insurance, which for most people would be if you're retiring before 65 and you have access to Medicare. Do you understand how Medicare works? That's what that's going to cover in retirement. And then the third area is long-term care, you know, if you need nursing care in retirement. And there's not a one-size-fits-all for any of that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So we just want to make sure we are helping. Uh, we call it a custom-built retirement plan because those your needs are going to be very different from a lot of our other clients. So we can educate with the same information, but how it affects you can be very different. And and just like you mentioned that you were just mentioning a few minutes ago, Jen, the last time I had a, a lengthy conversation with a client a couple of days ago, it was two significant expenses that they had. Mm-hmm. They're uh, a retired couple we've worked with for a number of years. They're actually in great health, but their son is having sig- a significant health issue and does not have health insurance right now. Oh, and actually their dog uh, has to have some serious surgery. So they, and literally we went through, and so this brings to mind a fourth topic, which is just having your nest egg invested properly. They explained everything to me and I said, we have everything set up so that we have access to money. There's different places to go. We don't have to worry about tax issues. We don't have to worry about, you know, selling anything when it's down or anything like that, we're in great shape. And they just looked at me and they said, exactly like you were just saying, they said, thank you so much. We just want to be able to focus on what's going on with our dog uh, and our son, and we don't want to have to worry about the financial part. And we appreciate that you can handle that. And that's what the plan is all about, right? The plan's not about the plan. The plan is about right. you know, letting you focus on the things that really matter to you in life. Right. And when you think about for retirees specifically, Pat, you know, you have Medicare when you turn 65. So we have that. But we have to recognize also, as far as that being an option to help you deal with some of these expenses, it doesn't cover everything. So we don't want to just assume, hey, I'll have extra money to take care of things. Like you talked about these people who it was their son and their their pet and some other things. Mm -hmm. You can't just assume everything's going to be covered for you. So you'll have extra money for those other things. Let's talk about what's not covered that you're still going to have to deal with even once you get on Medicare. Yeah, basic Medicare will cover a tremendous amount of things. Like you could have, you know, open heart surgery and a lot of things be covered and people people will rave about that. Uh, but there are things, you know, like dental work, for example, that uh, don't really fall under Medicare. And so it's just kind of learning about what those things are. Uh, hearing aids is another example that comes up quite a bit. Uh, the biggest one, of course, is is nursing home care. And that's, that is, nursing care is so complicated that that one, you know, it's easy to get misinformation. It's easy to Google, you know, does Medicare cover nursing care? And you might be misled by the answer, even if it's unintentional. Um, there's, you know, skilled nursing care 
care, which is actually performed by nurses, but the vast majority of nursing care is unskilled, which means it's by a caregiver. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, the differences there are really, really important. And the bottom line is you should ex- assume Medicare, and if you have a supplement, is going to could help a tremendous amount with hospital and doctor care, but you need a completely separate plan for nursing care. And that's an area that can be complex as well. And so that's one of the areas that we really focus on with our clients when we're kind of building out their plan. And by the way, uh, we are not a one-size-fits-all type of a company, so that doesn't mean everyone should have long-term care insurance or shouldn't have long-term care insurance. Uh, It's about figuring out what's important to you and helping you create the custom-built plan for you. And if you're not sure what your plan is or what you're going to do, that's a great time to give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. There's absolutely no commitment on your end. There's no cost to get started with our five-step retirement review, which really just looks at where you're at and where you're going and helps you see if you're on track and if you need a comprehensive plan. To get started, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And as we talk a little bit about things like healthcare costs in retirement, Pat, what would you say most people overlook when they're thinking about that or trying to budget that out for their healthcare costs? You know, Jen, I think a couple of things come to my mind. One is that um, it's just hard to know what those costs are going to be. Um, so a lot of times people aren't, just, they just don't kind of even think about it at all because it's not fun to. And then the second one is long-term care. And we don't, we don't really have people that overlook long-term care, but if they're not buying, practically buying insurance, then it's a little bit of that kind of ostrich putting their head in the ground and just saying, I'm just not even going to think about it. And so those are the kinds of things where the plan can be valuable. And we've had a lot of people say that. They might say, hey, when I came in, what I really wanted to do is I wanted to talk about my investments and how they're going to support my income. Um, But these other areas that I didn't think would be valuable, actually, now that I know what the plan is and what would happen, and it actually gives me more peace of mind than I realized. So I think that's one of those areas of planning that can kind of sneak up on you, if that makes sense, Jen, that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's nice. It's more valuable once you have the plan than you ever realized beforehand. Talk a little bit also, Pat, talk about that transition that happens because we're going to go from saving for retirement to then having to think about things like health care costs in a different way than what we did during our working years, right? Talk about that transition that happens when we go from saving for retirement to protecting our savings from things like higher health care costs in the future. Yeah, this is one of those areas where um, when people figure someone can be a one-size-fits-all financial planner, um, that's when we like to make the example of how different doctors have different specialties. You know, you wouldn't have foot pain and go to a cardiologist. It just doesn't doesn't make sense. And so, you know, someone investing and they're 30 years old and looking for growth for retirement, it's a night and day difference from someone who's retired. And the reason is because someone who's younger, they have many years left to continue to earn money, whereas someone who's retired – you're probably not planning on never working again. And now you have these other risks. You know, you probably don't have to worry about losing your life savings when you're 30 if you have, a, if you have a, an illness. But when you're in retirement, let's say you're married and let's say one of you has long-term care for many years and that can absolutely cripple you financially and your spouse. Those are those life-changing things that we think it's, it's just really important to understand that it's a, it's a whole different ballgame and needs to be planned for differently. It is a whole different ballgame, and, and it is a big thing that we have to think about here with health care costs. Every year, more than a half million Americans file for bankruptcy due to their medical bills. You think about a health care emergency or catastrophic illness or accident, it can knock you off your feet, both physically and financially. That's right, Jan. Um, imagine how fast your life savings could shrink if you don't have a strategy in place to help protect your money and your family from financial threats like skyrocketing health care costs. It's not going to get cheaper in the future either. Nobody's saying the cost of medicine or surgery is going to go down in the next 20 years. It's just going to keep going up. Medicare will be there for you, but the reality is it doesn't cover everything. Out-of-pocket healthcare costs can still add up to hundreds of thousands of dollars over your retirement. That's why our comprehensive plans help you create a strategy to protect your retirement income from the risks of healthcare costs. Learn about the options for healthcare coverage in retirement, as well as the options for long-term care coverage for you and your spouse if you have one. And find ways to pay for health care costs so you don't have to choose between taking that vacation or spoiling your grandkids and with paying your doctor bills. A major illness, car accident, things that can sink your ship in retirement. It's a reality you just have to face. Call us today to talk about some of the ways we can help you create a strategy to help protect your lifestyle, your livelihood, and your family from health care costs at 803-9-RETIRE. Once again, it's 803-9-RETIRE to get started with a no-cost, no-obligation review. 
No one is promised tomorrow. That's why it's important for you to get a plan in place for your health care needs today. 803-9-RETIRE. Now, nearly 70% of retirees will need some type of long-term care. So it's not a sure thing, but chances are you or your spouse will need long-term or nursing home care of some sort. We'll talk about how you can plan for that coming up next. You've heard Pat on radio. Now you can see him on television. Tune in Sunday mornings during the 7 o'clock news on WIS-TV, Columbia's NBC Channel 10. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. Here's a fact that we all need to be familiar with. Nearly 70% of retirees will need some type of long-term care. That comes from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So not a sure thing. But chances are you or your spouse will need long-term or nursing care of some sort. And the costs vary by location quite a bit, I know. But the median cost of a private room in a nursing home is over $100,000. This is a lot, Pat. People need to realize long-term care isn't cheap, and it is not covered by Medicare. Yeah, that's a crazy number. And I know it kind of makes me feel old because I started 24 years ago. Yes. And uh, the number was big 24 years ago, but it was not anywhere close to that, right, you know. Right. So um, it just goes to show you, you know, the, the, the increasing costs of healthcare. And uh, yeah, this is one of those areas that most of the people that come in to see us, they understand that it's a risk. They just don't, they haven't really looked into it in, in any significant degree. And so they're, it kind of leaves this like, nagging, kind of gnawing at you, kind of like, hey, I've got this hole in my plan, but I'm not really sure what I need to do about it. And so it's one of those areas that, you know, none of us like to talk about, but it, it's kind of nice, you know, once you have a plan, regardless of what that is, it's kind of nice when that's done because it still needs to be reviewed periodically, but it, it gives you that comfort level of knowing like, okay, we know if, if God forbid that happens, we know what our plan would be. There's comfort in that. So let's talk about what the solution is, Pat, because for years it was a standalone long-term care policy. That seemed to be the main way, really the only way, to address these types of costs. Talk about some of the options for today's retirees, though. Well, so, yeah, we don't really go into this in, in great detail very often, Jen, because it, it can be quite complicated. Sure. But we've actually created a guide for that we give to all of our new clients. And I, I think there's uh, like six different options in there because it's really gotten – it has gotten complicated. And the, the funny thing about a standalone long-term care policy, Jen, is that was like the new kid on the block uh, in the insurance world when I started in, you know, 96, 97. And uh, so everyone was so excited about, oh, long-term care insurance is going to be the best new thing, you know. And, um, boy, that is not the case anymore. <laughs> because most of the companies actually got out of the business. Um, and the reason for that was, you know, most consumers look at the policy and they think, my goodness, that's really expensive. What ended up happening is most of the companies had so many claims they had under, they had actually, uh, the premiums were too low. So you have the, you know, the individual who thinks, the premium's too high, and the company thinks it's too low, and so it's kind of a messy situation. So um, the one thing I would note is, as a starting point is um, if you're thinking about it or if you already have a long-term care policy, the great thing about that is it's a very efficient way to protect from that risk. The biggest problem with that type of insurance is the way it is uh, regulated, which is if the company gets approval by the state – to raise premiums, they can do that as frequently as once a year. And we have had clients that have had um, annual increases in this insurance when it was sold to them as a level premium. That's a really scary kind of risky thing to have, especially when you're on a fixed income in retirement. So that's the reason the industry has started looking at uh, alternative solutions, Jen, because we want to find 
ways uh, to avoid that. So two of the ones that we have seen people looking for more and more, uh, one is a kind of hybrid insurance where uh, if you have long-term care benefits off of a life insurance policy, the nice thing about that is life insurance is regulated differently. And if the base of the policy is a life insurance policy, then that rate cannot be increased uh, in the same way. So that can be very beneficial. Now, obviously, the question is, do you need life insurance for any reason? And that goes into all other (laughs) topics that we can talk about. You know, David McKnight is the best-selling author we've had on the show a couple of times. He talks about how uh, properly structured life insurance policies can actually generate some tax-free income for some people in retirement. So that's an interesting, you know, way to, um, you know, accomplish two things with one account. Um, so that's what some people have done. One of the other things that's pretty interesting that's been created is as pensions have gotten more and more rare, some of our clients like to take a little piece of their nest egg and uh, set it aside in an annuity that's going to pay a guaranteed lifetime income. And one of the innovative things some of those annuity companies have done is they've said if you end up needing nursing care while you're taking the income, then the income could double uh, for a certain number of years. Hmm. Now, that doubling probably wouldn't pay for all of, it probably wouldn't pay $100,000 a year for, you know, nursing care. Uh, But our whole thing is usually, most people don't want to spend an enormous amount of money to buy enough insurance to pay the whole thing. What most people want to do is, how do I protect my family so it's not a catastrophic cost? And so, you know, that's a little more detail than we normally go into, because I know it's hard to convey here, you know, in a conversation. But I do want to mention there are you know, a handful of different solutions. And if you have not done anything because you're just not sure what to do, talking to a planner, a comprehensive planner like us can help you kind of look at the pros and cons and make an educated decision of what's best for you. When could be the ideal time to start preparing for this and and thinking about long-term care and potentially getting some plans in place? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, for most people, Jen, I would say in the, you know, let's say the, the 10 years prior to retirement would be ideal. I know that's a very broad time frame, but, you know, if you're well into retirement, you know, certainly some of these options are not really viable anymore, right? So, because uh, you want to have it set up uh, and ready to go. And of course, the premiums might be cost prohibitive by the time you're looking at it in your late 60s or your 70s. Um, and of course, you know, someone in their 20s and 30s to actually have a plan now, the tools that are available when you're, by the time you're in your mid 50s, <laughs> Maybe totally sure. different, right, you know. Right. So, so it, that would be my my thinking is if you're if you're within ten years of your ideal retirement age, and if you're just not sure, you know, what you would do if you or if you're married, if your spouse needed long term care, that's a great time to be thinking about talking to someone like the planners from our office. What we do that's part of our five step retirement review. One of the five areas is your health care plan. What we do is we kind of look at where you're at right now. We look at your goals, and then we we see if you got everything on track or if there's there's holes in the plan. And that, this is a perfect example of that. If you don't have a plan for long-term care, then uh, as part of that free review, we can help you look at what those various options are uh, and help you kind of, That's those are the initial steps towards what we ultimately call for our active clients, a custom-built retirement plan. So you have a plan in each of those five areas. If that's the type of thing that would be of value to you, give us a call right now at 803-9-RETIRE. Our five-step retirement review is no cost and no obligation. All you do to get started is call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rizak. Alongside that number is 803-9-RETIRE. Or real quickly, if you just want to hear the numbers as you're punching it into your phone, 803-973-8473 is that number. Pat, as we talk a little bit about what we need to think about for long-term care for couples now, if one spouse needs long-term care, what do we do to help make sure the surviving spouse will still have enough money to get by? I mean, that that can be really challenging when you're spending so much on long-term care. Yeah, you know, Jen, I think this is one of those things that's just hard for us to all admit to because it sounds like so depressing, right? Mm, I mean, for a lot of us, you know, a lot of our clients – we can talk rationally about what happens if we pass away or predecease my spouse, but I think a lot of times when we're thinking of long-term care, we're thinking of, well, let's say my spouse has already passed and now I'm dealing with this. But when you have one spouse, it's very sad to think of one spouse needing comprehensive long-term care and then the other spouse kind of healthy and dealing with it. Like it's right. just it's yeah. just a sad situation, right? So we do need to acknowledge that that's a reality. And what's tricky about this is, what's important about it is it brings in a lot of different areas of your planning. Of course, it deals with your health care plan. It deals with your insurance. But it also deals with your income plan because what we always say is if you're a married couple, we want to make sure your income lasts as long as you do. But we also need to have 
contingency plans if your spouse gets sick or if your spouse passes away. And so this is exactly falling into that area. Uh, we have to understand uh, what's going to happen uh, if one of you needs nursing care. Uh, the main thing for most people is uh, they want to make sure that the person that needs care uh, is not getting substandard care. And secondly, and equally, they want to make sure that it's not making a massive lifestyle change for the healthy spouse. I mean, the last thing you want is to have someone needing nursing care and forcing your healthy spouse to have to sell the house and, you know, downsize or rent an apartment or something, right? So these are the ty- exactly the types of things we want to make sure that you have peace of mind that you, you know that's not going to happen. And then all that comes down to is having a plan for each of these areas. And for single people, Pat, obviously we want to talk about how couples can deal with this, but for single people, what do they need to think about? Because if it is just you and you are incapacitated and, and unable to make decisions on your own, Something has to be put in place to help you deal with that. So what do single people need to think about when it's all on that one person? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, Jen. I think certainly having a plan in place, if that's insurance or you know an annuity that will help cover the bills, that's important. I think it's an important area to think about if you have a planner uh, you know, or a trusted advisor that, that you can go to to help you know facilitate some of that. And then the third piece is where that ties in some of the – the legal aspects, and of course, we're not attorneys, but we work with attorneys. You know, the healthcare power of attorney is going to be the type of thing that's going to be important because that's going to give you the opportunity. Maybe you have, you know, an adult child that you would want to list as your primary person to take over, or maybe you have a, a sibling or a family friend or something like that. Um, that can get, make sure you have someone notified who can actually help you put things in place, even if you're not, if you're incapacitated, unable to sign for yourself. So back to that stat that I shared at the beginning of the segment, nearly 70% of retirees are going to need some type of long-term care, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It's not a sure thing, but chances are you or your spouse will need long-term care or, or nursing care of some sort. Yeah, and the unfortunate thing, Jen, is that we can't prevent bad things from happening, but we can plan for the worst. So if there is an accident or terminal medical diagnosis, we have a financial strategy in place to deal with it. And even though we've been focusing on some scary scenarios, you might end up living a long, healthy life, but just get to the point where you can't really live on your own anymore. That's going to cost money as well. The costs vary quite a bit by location, but the average cost of a private home in a nursing home is over $100,000. And I can tell you in 10 or 20 years, that number is only going to increase. So what we want to do is help you create a strategy to help protect your retirement income from the risks of increasing health care costs, learn about the options for health care coverage in retirement, as well as the options for long-term care coverage for you and your spouse if you have one. And find ways to pay for health care and long-term care costs so you don't have to choose between taking that vacation or spoiling your grandkids and paying your doctor bills. A major illness, a car accident, these types of things can sink your ship in retirement. It's a reality we just have to face. Call us today to talk about some of the ways we can help you create a financial strategy to help you protect your lifestyle, your livelihood, and your family from health care costs at 803-9-RETIRE. That's to take advantage of our no-cost, no-obligation, five-step retirement review. To get started, just call 803-9-RETIRE. No one is promised tomorrow. That's why it's important for you to get a plan in place for your health care needs today. That's why we talk about this so much on this show. That number again, 803 803- Nine retire. We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert Tim Hanbury. Medicare is still great insurance, but Original Medicare has one major flaw it never pays 100% of the costs like an employer or an individual plan does. So, what people do to fix this is to add either a Medigap plan, also called a supplement plan, or a Medicare Advantage plan like you see on TV. What these plans do is to put a limit on how much you can spend each year instead of having an unlimited 20% in copayments under Medicare Parts A and B. The advantage of a Medigap plan is that you have predictable costs when you use services. Costs can be as low as $198 in 2020. However, the premium costs will be higher than an Advantage plan at about $100 to $120 per month at age 65. The main benefit of an Advantage plan is its low premium cost. Plans can have a zero premium or go up to about $50 per month. However, the cost to use the plans can be high as $6,700 in 2020. So what's best for you? It depends on your needs and your situation. I'll be reviewing both types of plans in future Medicare Minutes. 
Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation. Twenty twenty two is here. If retirement is on your radar, let Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists put together a written retirement income plan for you. Call today for an initial consultation. 803-9-RETIRE. Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, author of the books. Save Your Retirement and his newest book, The Retirement Secret. And we talk a lot about all the risks to your money in retirement. As a matter of fact, Pat, your first book, Save Your Retirement, was all about those risks, those villains in retirement. But we're going to talk about something a little bit different here because the Wall Street Journal says baby boomers' biggest financial risk is cognitive decline. Mm. Um, this is scary. This actually scares me. This is one of those things that keeps me up at night. It can rob you of your best judgment. It can go unnoticed for a long time. And it's something that we really need to be aware of. So with that thought in mind, we're going to go into our top five list for this week. It's the top five scams that you should be aware of. So kind of an interesting one. I think so. I'm glad we're doing this topic. And it is one of those things, Jen, that it's incredible. I always say, if you could bottle the amount of effort that the quote-unquote bad guys put into scamming Mm. us, if you could bottle that for good, it would change the world. But unfortunately, it doesn't seem to be moving in a better direction. It just seems like they're working harder and harder and and more and more. So we just have to be more and more ready for it. And One of the reasons I think it's hard to talk about is no one likes to feel foolish or naive, but the reality is it affects all of us. They say that with emails, they call them phishing emails where they have bad links. It's actually millennials and Gen Z who tend to get tricked the most. Um, So it's not actually just something where you have to feel like it only happens to retirees. Um, By the way, Jen, I have to tell you that obviously we work with a lot of retirees or people close to retirement. And yet I remember uh, I was at a training about watching out for these types of emails. And the first person I talked to uh, after that, uh, where I found out there was a problem was uh, my beautiful wife, Janelle, who is younger than I am. Uh And I, I always assume more savvy. And she had an email and she said, boy, Apple sent me this email. And I don't understand why I owed them something. And I was I said, no, 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 oh, cancel no. everything. But yeah, so even uh, even when she was certainly yeah. not el- elderly or, or cognitive d- decline, but they're just so good at it, you know? Yeah. And, they're, and they're getting better. They're getting more yeah. sophisticated. And you're right. It is very easy to click on that link or accidentally go to a site where something yeah. scammy is going on. So, and, and I'm going to use that word scammy. I, I, I don't like know that if that's a real technical word, term, yeah. but I'm going to use it. Um, so, so this does come up. Now, you just shared, you know, even even your wife has fallen victim to this. I have to. My my daughter has uh, accident. She she got scammed. She she tried to order something online and and it wasn't real and it, it was a whole deal. Mm. Um, when it comes to things like scams or even elder abuse. I mean, you've been doing this for more than two decades now. Has, has this come up very much? Have you seen much of this? I'm thankful to say that we haven't seen a lot of it with our clients, Jen. Uh, we, we have had identity theft issues, uh, certainly. I don't know how many of those times that's really been the quote-unquote fault of our client or if it was just sometimes it just happens. But we've had people where, you know, let's say we are generating their retirement income from their portfolio and they have to change bank accounts because, you know, they got hacked in their bank account and things like that. So mm-hmm. those are scary things, certainly. Um, I know I have a good friend uh, who's an advisor and he told me a story of a client asking to cash out literally $100,000 out of an account and they did some digging and asked some questions, and they found out that she was being scammed, and they were able to, to catch it in time. So wow. these types of things happen, of course, to everyone, uh, everywhere. And so we all just have to be prepared. Yeah, absolutely. So so I want to get into this real quickly, our top five list. And it I went straight to the top. It comes all the way from the top from the FBI. So mm. <laughs> they say in 2020 their Internet Crime Complaint Center received almost 800,000 complaints, reported Mm. losses exceeding $4 
billion dollars about 28% of that about 1 billion those were from victims over the age of 60 so mm. this is happening they're tracking these things and there are a couple of common scams that show up time and time again so i'll i'll go through these uh, real quickly here. First is the romance scam. You've got these scammers posing as a, a romantic partner through dating websites. They capitalize on you know loneliness and, and they find mm. a way to get close to you that way. So um, I, I don't know if that's something that you've seen, but that's one. Tech support scam. This sounds like something that, that you said uh, Janelle had. They're posing as mm-hmm. these tech support reps. They offer to fix an issue that's actually non-existent. Um, and then they gain access to your device and your sensitive information. And I think this is an area where we can be vulnerable, Pat, because I'm one of those people who I don't really care to know a whole lot about the tech stuff. So it's like, <laughs> fine, whatever. Just just tell me how to fix it. And if we have that attitude, I think that's how we can fall victim to something like I, that. I totally agree. I, I, I consider myself reasonably tech savvy, but there's things I'm not going to dare try and right. do my own, which leaves you exposed for sure. Right, exactly. Uh, the grandparent scam is another one. A scammer poses as a relative, child, or grandchild claiming to be an immediate financial need. This happened to my grandma a few years ago. She got a call from somebody crying and said, Grandma, and so she said, now she's the only one who was allowed to call me this, but she said, Jenny, is that you? And, of oh. course, they pretended to be me. Thankfully, she had the presence of mind to hang up and then call me directly and said, oh, wow. did you just call me? And I said, no, I, I didn't. So, But that catches you in a moment of weakness, and, and you got to be on your toes with something yeah. like that. Also, good to know about calling you Jenny, yeah, by the way, for future it. reference. Gosh, darn it. See, <laughs> shouldn't have said that. Anyway, moving right along to the next one, government impersonation scam. They pose as a government employee. They make a threat of prosecution unless you provide funds or other payments. And mm. and this has really uh, come to the forefront because of the pandemic, because there's all these stimulus checks that are out there. So mm. then people can pose to be someone with the government saying, if you want your stimulus check, here's what you need to do. So that's just another one that we need to be watching out for. And then the last one, sweepstakes, charity, lottery scam. They claim to work for a legitimate charitable organization to get your trust, or they claim you've won a foreign lottery, and then you can collect it for a fee. So those are the scams that have have been identified here. What sticks out to you here, Pat, as far as the biggest indicator that whoever is on the other end of your phone call isn't legit? Well, before I answer that, Jen, I have to tell you that during my lifetime, I have won thousands of foreign lotteries. Um, I've, been noti- I've been notified thousands of times. Um, I, I haven't seen any of the proceeds yet. But uh, anyway, that, that one, I just I, I have to yeah. chuckle at how many, how many times I've seen that one. Um, yeah, the biggest indicator you might be dealing with a scammer, I think, you know, there's a few things that, that I would look for right off the bat. Certainly, if someone's being forceful, trying to get you to hand over money or important information about you, yes. and that it has to be urgent, clearly, that's important. Uh, and I would say it's interesting as you go through those scams because it is, unfortunately, it's brilliant on their part because they're hitting on each of our you know human needs and emotions with those different scams. Uh, but if anything is of a financial nature, the thing that from a financial planning perspective, it's the same with investments. Anytime something sounds too good to be true, um, that's where your, your red flags have to go off. Uh, you know, even Bernie Madoff, for example, uh, you know, people think he was promising people 50 or 100% returns. He was promising them 8% per year every single year, which doesn't even sound that great. But, yeah. <laughs> but he, was, he was able to scam yeah. people out of billions of dollars. So, so yeah, just, just be keeping in mind that common sense of, okay, are they being irrational in how, how much they're pushing me? And also, is it, does it sound too ridiculous or too good to be true. Right. You know, and and this is another one that from personal experience for people who have kids or grandkids in college, my daughter, her freshman year, she gets a job offer from some sort of executive person somewhere in the world who says they need an assistant. Here's how much we're going to pay you. We can be super flexible. It was just all the things that a college student would need, but you needed to answer right away. 
you have to be able to provide me with your social security number and all this documentation immediately. Otherwise, I'm going to give this job to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And so, again, it was one of those things where she and she she had started communicating with this person because she was excited that, oh, they found me in the student directory or whatever. And they picked me and we had to say, whoa. This sounds awfully awesome. So (laughs) if it's awfully awesome or too good to be true, uh, take another second or two to think about it. And just, you know, do some research, think these things through, and obviously don't give any information, uh, any of your personal identification information for any of these, uh, to any of these folks, unless you really know who you're working with. There's one more that I want to talk about, Pat, that I think probably applies more to you and what you do versus Mm. some of these online scams. And this one's really hard. The family or caregiver scam. When you see an instance where maybe a relative or an acquaintance is taking advantage of somebody vulnerable, this is a really hard one, but it does happen, unfortunately. Mm. How can working with someone like you, a financial professional, help provide some protection when you've got somebody else trying to jump in and make financial decisions for somebody. Yeah, you're right, Jen. And I think that working with any trusted financial partner or guide or professional or planner, uh, I think can provide protection among all of these scams. I know certainly there have been times when clients have forwarded me emails and said, hey, is this safe? Or And it could be you know a bad link or it could be a you know, investment proposition, you know, any of those things. So having someone to just bounce these things off of can be valuable. I also think you mentioned uh, earlier on kind of our cognitive decline. Mm -hmm. Any of us can be scammed. However, there are situations where, you know, when you're working with your financial planner, you build a hopefully a long-term relationship. We know our clients really, really well, and we can see if they're acting differently. Um, so that might be easier for us to see than even a family member. Um, so there are times where we can help spot things in that regard. And then, yeah, to, to address this specifically, if someone close to the person who's being scammed is the one scamming them, that's, of course, one of the most painful and difficult things to go through. But that is part of what we're here for. We're here to help guide and protect our clients. And it's one of the things we have to do is we have to ask them and talk with them early in the relationship. Hey, if we see something happening that doesn't seem right, who do you trust? Who can we talk with? And unfortunately, that happens in life sometimes. There's bad things that happen and you need someone helping protect you. And so it doesn't mean it's a perfect solution, but at least it can maybe bring other family members in to help review the situation and maybe stop you know, maybe stop the scam. There are different pieces to that, that just having another trusted person in your life can provide, first of all, peace of mind, but then also just another buffer and protection to you. And then hopefully uh, we look at it as, you know, our relationships aren't transactional. We're building long-term lasting relationships. And that helps us in that regard in being able to provide that protection. So if you've never worked with somebody or you don't feel like you have that type of relationship or connection with your financial professional, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's the reason we offer our five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation to our listeners. It's just a first step to get to know each other to see if it makes sense to talk further and help you build out a plan. To get started again, that number is 803-9-RETIRE. You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. That number again, 803-9-RETIRE. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. Thanks for spending some time with us here today. We hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc., both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.